everybody. Good morning. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Single Network. Our show is sponsored by Marzipan Bakery, where one taste is all it takes. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking it, eating it, eating at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I give cooking classes, cook for people for Shabbos, for Yonta, for... Pesach, it's coming up. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call and I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about our exciting food adventures, my fabulous guest to my left and all our exciting food ideas. Um, but I want to hear from you too, so email me, Naomi at nachamsegel.com. If you have something to share, it should be a foodie conversation. And you can follow me on Instagram, Instagram story, Facebook, Facebook on fan page on my website, Twitter, I guess, all that all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, we like to share and talk about food all day and all night. Um, I just want to mention uh, we I was away and you all know you all know that I was away in Israel because you saw all my crazy antics. Um, you know, I want to share one quick experience that I had when I was in Israel. Um, and and Amichai Luria is in the house. He's the winemaker, the Schiller Winery. Remember, I was there last year and we drank wine from the barrels. It was so cool. And Adam Neustadter was there with us as well. Um, and then, what, of course, we have oh, – I'll introduce everyone. And to my direct left is Alicia Arier, and he's got some great chocolates and, and uh, we're, Scott Feldman. He's the executive director of the One Israel Fund. Did I get that right? Awesome. So that we're all wearing our One Israel Fund jackets. They gave me one, so I said I'm going to wear it on the show. So we're going to give them a big, because we love Israel, especially because <laughs> I've just come back. But I want to talk about one experience that I had there that really needed to be shared on a food show. Um, in the old Jaffa port, there's a restaurant and an organization called Nalagat. I hope I'm saying it right. Did I say it right? I'm right? Yes, Nalagat. Nalagat. It is a restaurant as well as a theater for blind and blind impaired, seeing impaired, and there's also people with hearing impairments um, that work for them. It is basically a blind restaurant. It's called Blackout. We ate our entire meal in the pitch black. It was the most unbelievable food experience I've had. So we, we had signed up like literally three months before I made a reservation because I know during Yeshiva week it can be really busy. Um, we get there, they give you a little cocktail, which was really cute. Um, and then my 18 year old seminary girls, you know, I'm over 18. I'd like one too. So they gave her a little, it was literally like one ounce, but it was very cute. A little bit of apple cider with a raspberry in it. Um, and it wasn't a raspberry, it was something else. It wasn't a raspberry. I thought it was a raspberry and some other cool red fruit. Um, and then you get, you, you order in the light, like this is all in the lobby. And once you've ordered, they seat you. So you have to, you have to go in into the pitch dark. So our waitress was also blind. So she lines the family up like a rakevet, like a train. Everybody's hands on each other's shoulders, walking behind each other, like a dance at a wedding or, you know, with the song, Hine Rakevet, you know. They take you in, your eyes take about 30 seconds to adjust to the darkness and then you see nothing, right? And then she leads you to your seat. She tells you exactly and she places you in your seat. You're going to sit on the left. You're going to sit on the right. You're going to sit opposite. I had my nine-year-old with me. She was very nervous. i got to say we all were a bit anxious. Um, I didn't know if she would last the whole meal, but they bought us the food in the pitch black. We ate in the pitch black. It was to give you some sympathy and empathy, maybe is the right word, for what it's like to be blind. It was such a w weird, I guess, experience as well. Um I had to pour water into a glass, right? Can you imagine like pouring wine into a glass and not know, can't see? So you put your fingers inside. I don't know if you're watching on our Nachum Siegel Net channel, but I, I have a glass of red wine here. So I'm going to use that as my example. You would put your fingers in the glass and you would pour your water, not your wine, because that would be like a bit messy. Um, you pour your, wa your, your water over your fingers into the glass. And that's how you would know how much water was in the glass. You didn't know if you finished the bottom of your plate. So, you know me, I would never waste food, right? Because I love to eat it. And it was absolutely delicious. I think my my sense was heightened. But I thought it happened over time. They say when you lose one sense, you gain more. Um, it happened right away, not after time. So everything tasted absolutely fantastic. We all agreed that all our food was extra, extra delicious. Um, but I kind of stuck my fingers in the bottom of the plate to see that I had finished everything because how, how else would I have known? Chas v'shalom, I should leave a bite. Um, so it was just a really interesting experience. I posted on Ilan Komzum's foodie group. I said, guys, there's no pictures of food 
in this post, but I, I took a photo of the menu and, and the sign of the wall and the lobby area. But it was a really, really cool experience. I don't know, Adam, if you live in Israel, if you've gone or if you've heard of it. I've heard of it. I've not gone there. Had, I've had some friends that have been there. One of them actually did a very nasty joke. He pretended to sneeze all over everyone's food. Oh, too. <laughs> okay. And in the dark, you know, people get concerned about that. Right, <laughs> right, right. Okay. But it was it was a very cool experience. So if you do get a chance to go and you are going to Israel, you can. I think I googled on on um on the on I googled a blind restaurant in Israel and it came up and and um but now think about now it. Like people a, live like that their whole lives. Right. Right. It's unbelievable. Right, so it was a really unbelievable experience, and I really I, I wanted to give that a couple of minutes um, on the air by itself before we got really into the show to, to, to mention that. So it was a it was a very interesting food experience as well as a whole sensory experience and compassion experience. And I I'm, I had a nine year old with me, so I think she really learned a lot as well. Okay, so we're going to transition over. I've got a super exciting show, as I said before. I have Alicia Aria in the show. Um, he contacted me through our friend Chaya. Is that through Chaya Frischman? And we have a ton of friends in common, as well as his siblings and he, your mum, you know. I'm good buddies with your mum. So he, kind of, he goes, I've got this company and I'm working for and I'd like to introduce you. So he came over and he bought me this stuff and I said, you're coming on the show and it's perfect because it's fruit. And today you're listening to the sh- when you're listening to the show, it's going to be Erev Tobishvat. So I'm like, perfect time for the show. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Welcome. Thank you. Okay, he came in his Batmobile, but we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to leave you wondering. Okay, so what have we got here? So it's a company. It's called uh, Fruits and Chocolate, and it's basically what it sounds like. It's whole fruit dipped in dark chocolate. Um, it's made fresh, and it's absolutely delicious. Perfect for, t- for Tubishvat. Okay, so what are the most popular flavors? I think our top two are probably coconut and cranberry. Okay. Let's open one up. All ZK's right. like, you know, I'm not allowed to have guests on the show unless me, I feed ZK. Okay. I don't eat breakfast before. You don't eat, I know, I don't either. Don't also? You know, you should know. Yeah, yeah of course. He's not, he, he wasn't There's joking. Coconut. He saves it. Cranberry. Okay. So this is coconut and dark chocolate. Yes. So, okay, let's talk about, let's let's eat and then we'll talk. Okay. Exactly. Eat first. Exactly. Eat first. Okay. Uh, um, I'm thinking that, I mean, do we need, fruit. do we have a red wine that goes with this? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, but you know, when you make a bracha, you're supposed to first make a bracha on uh, wine and, and then, then make a bracha on this. Fruit. Okay, so that should we do that? you're covered. Are you okay if we do that? Michael's always trying yeah. to capture the moment. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm lucky that I make wine. I'm always the first one, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? So you know which one you're supposed to go first, so... Geffen is one of the first ones, so I'm always the first. So, so. hilarious. All right. <laughs> so hilarious. All right. It's great. Right? Let's do her, Geffen. You stay there. Okay, so. All right, here's ZK. I'll give ZK his. Um, do you want to talk about what this wine is? About, I mean, this is Amichai Luria, as I said, from Shiloh Winery. Yes. He's the no, actual winemaker. He's not the owner. Right? You're not the owner, right? You're not, no, I'm you're the, wine the winemaker of Winery. Yeah. What a chashuv. Okay. Look at them all spinning their wise. All right. Look. Can we ca- can we capture that? Is that we spit ZK, all over the place watching? now? No. ZK, they can they all see them? They're, all these fancy guys are just standing there spinning their wides. If you could, see. <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, I, I do like this. Okay, what are we drinking? We're tell drinking me, tell the me Heroes what Edition. What? Okay. A special wine that uh, we're ma- we made from the sixth year, the year before Shemitah. A uh, special case with three different single vineyard cabernets from three different vintners. That on the Shemitah year, the year that came after this one, they literally did hefke. That means anybody, anybody could come in and take the grapes free. Chazal call these people heroes because can you imagine working for six years and then the seventh year you continue to go to work, but everybody else takes your fruit. You get nothing. So that me making it. all the Pesach food for everyone and they just take it from the freezer. Right. Once every yeah. seven exactly. once every seven years you cook for free. <laughs> it's not good. Imagine happen. that. I have a different law. I'm not a farmer. Right. So, oh yeah. <laughs> that's where I get all the fruit from my chocolate. Right, from that where? seventh year, you <laughs> come and take it for free. Just take it all. And that's it. And unfortunately, there aren't a lot of people that do that, which is weird because the Torah tells us, "As tirtzea aretz et chaptotea." 
that means we're, we're paying for the years that when we were in Eretz Yisrael, we didn't keep Shemitah. That's why the Galut was so lo- long. So it does make se- so it does make sense. So it does make sense that now, finally, that we're back in Eretz Yisrael, not to keep Shemitah. I mean, we can't do the same mistake I twice, love when I right? have you on the show. I always feel so, like, spiritually uplifted by you, right? Like, he's, like, amazing. Eretz Yisrael. L'chaim. L'chaim? Okay. Get the right. L'chaim. Do you, do you still have kids to marry off, by the way? Yeah, one down, So you have to have the right nigun when you say the bracha, right? Okay, what, what's that? Go. Amen. Oh my God, my heart just skipped a bit. <laughs> That's very nice. Okay. You might as well sell it with the nigun of Sheva Brachot. Maybe it'll be a sgula that your kids will get married first. Sheva Minim, Sheva Brachot. Shivat Minim, Sheva Brachot. It all's working. All tied together. Okay, all so now I've had my wine. Awesome. All right, let's bring this and back to Alicia. now we can Alicia. have the chocolate. Okay, now we're going to talk. Try, we're all going to try. You know, like when you make Kiddush on Shabbos, you have to have a mazonot. Well, in the sh- show, we're ha- driving right into Shehakal. This is really okay. good. Love the wine. Oh my God! When Amichai's blown away by food, you know it's good. Mm-hmm. It's not even fleshic, and it's good. Amichai's the ultimate carnival. <laughs> All right, the chocolate and the wine go really well together. This was a great combo. When I asked you on last week, I didn't know he was coming on the show. So I know. <laughs> that worked out really well. <laughs> it's, just, it's good, you know. All the coincidences. You know what? Thank you, Rifka Lock. Shout out. Where do you get your chocolate? And Ami. Yeah, uh, and of course, the Andrew Locke suits. Okay. We're not having a show because we're just eating and... Everyone, we're just going to be eating and drinking chocolate. No, we're not. We're going to be talking about... This is show, right? This is our yeah. Tobi Shvat show. So let's talk a little bit about the fruits in this fruit. They're not all from the Sheva Minim. <laughs> all right. But talk to me... Um, where are they getting all this? Where, where is this made? Talk to us so about the product. We need to know everything. Basically, the factories on the south shore of Long Island, in the five towns. It's oh, in really? uh, Inwood, New York. What's that? Know. Near Petah Tikva? Near Yerushalayim? It's in I always get it's, confused. No, yeah. wait. Next to no. Okay. Right next to Just making sure. It's you know. next to Dunkin' Donuts. Exactly. We all know that. I'm from the five towns. This is really good. I'm like really blown away by this chocolate. Thank you. So it's basically, like I said, it's the actual fruit, not the flavor. So like the apricot prune. Cherries, basically like the whole entire fruit just covered in the premium dark chocolate. Then we have the cranberry, which is four cranberries covered in dark chocolate. And the coconut, which is just a chunk of coconut covered in dark chocolate. And then we also have these freeze-dried coins, which are basically much thinner. Instead of being the whole fruit, it's bits and pieces of a whole fruit. With For which one? All of these basically. Okay, so they're a little different. Right? So, can, so these are different. I'm just, you know, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, you'll see that these are different. And it's basically a 70 Into the microphone because, you know, oh, they can't hear you. <laughs> it's basically a 70% cocoa with just bits and pieces of freeze-dried fruit. So these are like much oh, so thinner and it's one of those? all oh, natural that's product. That's, that's those. That is all right, so I'm going to try the blueberry one. I didn't get to these try this one. These are actually dairy equipment, meaning the actual... Product like is power. But it goes exist? through a machine that no, processes no, the, dairy. The so OU the not, OU stopped it. They don't have DE. I anymore, think the OK so or something. Somebody same. else does. A lot of the ice pops are Can I have right. a blueberry one? These are really good. Oh, wow. so these are basically just little pieces of it. Okay, just hand it over. Higher. Let me have it. I mean don't talk about it. Let me eat it. Throw, <laughs> throw one long. I'll talk I'll about be, it, you eat it. But I don't like this one as much. Right. It's too bitter. This is a healthier item. This is more of like a whole foods kind but of item. The other is actually the whole fruit. The people that want this want like a bittersweet dark chocolate with a piece of fruit. Wait, I need the ones that eat the other ones she want like ice. the full I flavor. This one. I like the bitter. Because you like really red good. wine. Because because it, goes, it, goes it goes well with sweet. the wine. It goes well with the wine. Right. Like this is very good. It goes very good. Very well with the wine. Delicious. I'm just going to leave that on the side. Hmm. Wonderful. Um, how long has this company been around? Uh, we started about 2014. It's about like two or three years. Okay, yeah, because we Pretty need to good. spread the word about this. I don't, you know, I get a lot of things. I talk about food line. I invite people to the show, but that's only a small percentage of what comes across my desk, basically. I only bring on the best stuff, and I really, I think this is a great product. I love that it's got fruit in it and real pieces of fruit. Does it count as a fruit in your diet? You know, you have to have four pieces of fruit a day. Maybe this can count. 
100%. And it's dark chocolate, so it's healthy, so you're good to go. Yeah, it's healthy. Actually, Beth Warren, our good friend who runs uh, Beth Warren Nutrition, she would probably say that you could have this. I'm not quoting her, but I'm going to find out. Email me and I'll email her and then I'll let you know. Okay, cool. If it All tastes right. good, it's healthy. These if it little, tastes good. These little pack size, which are, I'm guessing are plates. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where are they available? Because they're great for Mishloch Manot for Purim. That's it. Adam, that's such a great idea. Yeah, stick one of these with a with a homentash or something. Right. You got your two brachot, you're done. And, so, and and buy my cookbook to put in with it. Exactly. Right? Ties it makes the basket complete. You know what? You can you can so use these as a border for the cookbook. As a border for the cookbook, and you know, put a centerpiece of Shiloh wine right in the middle. Uh, and you know, you it's, know it's perfect. I There's didn't have the guts to say that. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> you, no, you, could, you could say it. The wine, you got the fruit, We're you got all the about exactly, and the cookbook. Promoting good Beautiful. products. These things yeah. are like great for Mishlach Manot. They're perfect. So we actually... Don't perfect, perfect. Manot, we have two Mishlach right? Yeah. Shabbos, two, bishvat. two bishvat, yeah. Okay. This is really delicious. And this is actually... these. Are, which one's a parv? So these right here, the wild berries and tropical fruit, are actually like a parv. We also have the same products as these, but in a 70% cocoa. Mm. So it's basically a higher percentage of cocoa. Those are also parv. There's no milk in the ingredients. Okay. These we, have a drop of skim milk in it to give it a little bit of a creamier taste. So they're they're deep. So they're dairy. But okay. we have the same exact ones with a higher cocoa content. That's parv. Okay, that's fantastic. So, you know, people are listening to the show now on Friday morning, so they can go to Gourmet Glot. Where are these? Gourmet Glot has them. Uh, I Where guess, are they distributed? So we sell in, I guess, out of state and saying collectively, we sell in like uh, Safeway, Walmart. TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Burlington, Wegmans, Tops, Christides, 7-Eleven. He knows his stuff. Of... He's everywhere. Yerushalayim, Petach Tikva, Bnei Brak, Haifa, Rami Levy. No? We're working on it. We're working on it. I love that. We're working on it. We're working on getting it to Petach Tikva. You have a harder time getting in there than I did to Walmart. Why do you keep bringing it? Is Petach Tikva near you? No. Not far, but you know, I always save. Near Yerushalayim, near Petach Tikva. It's all the same. It's a small country. Near Shiloh. Okay, nice. tried it, yeah. Okay, this is a really great stuff. Alicia does many things. This being one of them, but can we just talk about your bat, your Batman man car uh, and stuff? Because I just he's a big tzaddik. <laughs> okay, you. tell us how you got into this Batman. I, I know it's not food, but this he needs a big shikoyach for this. So basically, like eight years ago, um, you know, I've always been, I guess, like most guys, kind of like exotic cars and stuff like that. I always thought it was cool. So I, I had like this. cool cars. I'm a car person. Most guys and women too, and some but not limited. Like, but you know, the guys like it because the girls <laughs> figured, you know. Um, so I joined this uh, exotic car club where you pay like a membership fee and you get to switch off different exotic cars every once in a while. You get like access to them, you get to take them out. Um, so I did that and I got in touch with different organizations saying, you know, if ever you have a kid that wants to go for a ride, let me know and we'll make a surprise and take him out. Like a, a sick child. Yeah, a sick child, something child. exactly. Kids with cancer, whatever illnesses that they're going through and trying to make them happy. You know, make so a kid nice. kind of feel like a kid. And I remember, like, I told you, one of the first times that I did it, I met, like, this mom and her kid, and we picked them up at the house. We surprised her. It was the summertime, and I went in this uh, Lamborghini convertible. Oh, yeah. And I remember I picked her up. She was uh, eight years old, and I picked her up at the house, and I brought, like, a DJ to do music. We made, like, a whole little thing for her, and we picked her up. We were driving around. We had the top down, and the music was loud, and my ears hurt a little after, but it was okay. (laughs) And I remember, like, taking her back to her house, and she was, like, smiling and laughing and, you know, all that. And she goes in the house, and as soon as she went in, like, her mom just started, like, hysterically crying, like, nonstop. And it was, like, one of the first times I did it, and I didn't, like, understand. I thought maybe I said something, like, wrong or, like, offensive to her. And I asked her, I was like, you know, should I apologize? Like, did I do something to you? And she's like, no, you don't understand. She's like, my daughter's been in the hospital since she was four years old. She's now eight, so half her life... She's been in and out of the hospital with like over 50 surgeries and chemotherapy and she was paralyzed for a bit from some of the complications and literally it was like one thing to the next, like something you never want to see with like your child. And she's like, it's the first time I've seen my kid smile since she's been sick in four years. So like to me, that was like a big deal of like something as simple as taking them for a car ride can make them happy. You know, this is like what I want to do. So now I only get cars when I have kids to go for rides. Um, and we had one kid that made a wish on his fifth birthday. He was getting out of the hospital in between chemo treatments, and he made a wish to like meet Batman, which was fine. Like I bought a Batman costume; it was great. But then the other part of his wish was to meet Batman in a Batmobile. 
and that was a little harder because you can't just rent the Batmobile. Um, so even I, in New York. Even in New York, you can't get the Batmobile. I couldn't. Um, so I found this place in Oceanside. It was called like Phenomenal Vinyl, and they basically, you know, people bring in their cars, and they could do whatever you want. They could literally make the car look purple, pink, green, orange, or all together. And I went in, and I kind of told them what I wanted to do, and they kind of wrapped it like full black, and they put Batman decals on and Batman carpeting and lighting. When you open the doors, it has like a light that goes on the floor, like the bat symbol that goes up in the sky, basically. like CK is listening really hard. He's like a little boy over here. <laughs> they really like made the car like, look cool, and they made the engine louder. Like They really changed around the whole car. Um, That's so nice that you did and that. And we went to pick up the kid, and I remember like meeting him. And I, you know, I said to them before, like I went to him, I was like, "Hi, what's your name?" And he told me his name, Bruce and, Wayne. And I said to him, I was like, "Do you know my name?" And I was going to tell him, and he's like, "Hey, you're Batman." And like it caught me off guard. Like this kid truly like believed that I was Batman. I always thought these kids thought I was like a guy in a costume coming to visit. And then he goes to me, he's like, where's Robin and the rest of the Justice League? And I, I literally didn't have an answer. Like, this is not where I thought this was going at all. And, like, I, I literally, like, I froze. I didn't have an answer. And the kid's like, oh, yeah, if you're here with me, that means that they're out saving the world. And I was like, yes. Yep. Save but, like, them. it just, you You know, saving the world by doing what you're doing. And then what? tell them about the car people. They didn't want to. So, actually, so the car people, when I went, you know, to get something like this, it was very very expensive probably like a couple thousand dollars to actually like get the work done and when i went to pick up the car the bill said zero and i said to him i was like what's like i didn't pay you like i just want to be honest like i never paid you i know you're saying like i paid but i didn't pay and he's like no if this is what you're using the car for i want to donate it so that you Isn't could that get this so done. Nice. What's the name of the company? You know, this so big, cool, uh, this phenomenal vinyl in oceanside it, with uh impressive a auto body yeah Perfect time to talk about Bikur Cholim before Tu Bishvat, right? Elu dvairim she'en laim shiur. Elu dvairim she'adam ochel perotehem ba'olam hazeh ve'akeren kayemet lo la'olam haba. Bikur Cholim is one of them. It's like amazing. So it all works out together. Wow. Yeah, they, were, was, they were amazing. What was it called again? Vinyl? Uh, phenomenal Vinyl. Phenomenal Vinyl. If you want to... Impressive auto body. They're yeah. both in Oceanside. If you want to go there, go, go over there. We're going to give them a big shout out and a thank you for the tzedakah that they did for us. Wow. So, yeah, they really did a, a big, uh, wow, this big, is big amazing. Chesed. So I just, I really wanted to share that story when, when Alicia came over and he bought over the chocolate. I was walking him out and I saw the bat sign on his car. I'm like, what's up with that? Then he told me the whole story. I'm like, wow. So very nice. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm just going to scooch everybody around. All right, we're going to play musical chairs. We're going to play a little bit of musical chairs. Can you play some music for the musical chairs? (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. Um, Who was that Super Bowl? Who watched our Super Bowl show last week? How fun was that? Um, I'm going to be talking about that. Please don't get me started on Super Bowl. Oh, can I just I mean, I came from Eretz Israel. And this is the only day in my life that I'm here that I don't work. I mean, I work from very early in the morning till very late at night. And then there's this day that no matter what meeting I try to get, nobody wants to see me. It's a, you can't even make and a wedding on And then I look outside the window, and Manhattan looks like Yom Kippur. <laughs> I mean, what's going on? Did I fall asleep, and it's Yom Kippur, and there's nobody in the streets? No, Yom Kippur, there would be a lot more and people I, on the streets. Did nobody... <laughs> did nobody <laughs> So you know what? Did nobody tell you you grew up a few years I, here in America. I was Not from really. zero to four. That's okay. it. You know? And then I look, and so somebody said, "Turn on the television. Maybe you'll learn something about the game." And then I see something's wrong. All these people are running around, and you have like a crooked ball. I mean, can't you make a round ball? <laughs> oh, Why is the ball crooked? <laughs> Deflate gate. It's like. So now, now, what's going to happen? I'm going to go out to the, the radio show and somebody's going to kill me? No, no. For talking like this? No, no? about. Okay. Oh, hello, I'm not American. Thank God. It is apicosis, though. But, uh, it's a little bit of apicosis. I can't, I, can, I can follow Australian football, but I, after living here for 25 years, I still can't follow American football. But, you know, we have the Nachum Siegel Network halftime show, which we will be talking about for a long time because it was so amazing. At Courtside Grill with Arie Kunzler. Big shout out to him and the team at Art Courtside. You can watch it on our YouTube channel or Facebook page, I guess. Yeah, it's on RachamSiegel.com too. Whoa. And so the app. And, and, and I don't know if you can watch it on the app. Maybe you can. I'm not sure. Can they watch it on the app? Maybe. Um, okay, so I saw Amichai the other day at a One Israel Fund. I'm wearing the sweater. Yeah, 
I can see the logo. We're all in our matching logos. I'm all about the branding. And I said, you got to come on the show. Perfect timing. Hashka Chapratit that I was right there at a wine tasting at Rifkan Army Locks suit store in Cedarhurst. And I didn't even know. It wasn't really a fundraiser, was it, Scott? It was just no. an awareness, True. right, um, about what one Israel Fund does, which we'll talk in a minute. And I said, come on the show. It's Tubishva. How can I not have you? Because he's my like, you like my rabbi. Like, I learned everything from you. Oh, don't, <laughs> I, don't do I know. He's, he's really amazing. <laughs> he's one very cool. He, he lives in Israel. He lives the life of Torah in Israel following everything to the, like, letter of the law, right? Well, almost. That was it. scary. Right? <laughs> now there's very high expectations. Right. right, right. Oh, very. Now, now, wait a second. I, I should have prepared. Amichai, look what you got to live up to. Right, but prepared. you know what? Tell, you know why? Because of the goat story. That the, the kid that you have tied up when the Mashiach comes. That's a lamb. That's you a lamb. The lamb. You told us that on air last time you were I'm here with, with Jay. And I'm I was prepared. Like, I'm prepared for Korban Pesach. Can, isn't prepared. that the coolest? Okay, none of us are he's, prepared. He's a Kohen. He's prepared. I, yeah, but everybody has that Korban Pesach, not just me as a He actually has. But you're going to shecht it for, 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 for us. Mine is in the freezer, my Korban Pesach. I'm going to eat it. He actually has one set aside. I'm always prepared. I don't mark it because you're not supposed to mark a certain one because then it becomes Kadosh. But I'm always prepared that I have at least one kid goat or keves, a taleh. See, I told you he's the coolest guy. Less than 12 months, prepared just in case. By the way, today you can do Korban Pesach because Tum'ah Hutra Betzibur, even though we're all Tme'im, but uh, uh, on Korban Pesach you're allowed to do. The only reason why we don't do Korban Pesach today is because the police won't let us go on Tahar Abayit. But theoretically there's no reason why we can't do Korban Pesach today. See? Maybe Trump will, instead of... <laughs> moving, moving the Kaza, we'll just going to build the third space. Uh, we'll help us a little, a little bit like... I have to be careful. Am I going to say Koresh? Now you know. Now you might get shafted when you get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to get killed when I got him. Hey, I, I, I like know. to stay apolitical on the show, yeah. but we'll talk Kovish. afterwards. Let's go back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah, quite a game, quite a game. We actually went to, I went up, like I finished watching TV, all our friends, the game was going, the team was losing. My son-in-law is from Boston, so it was pretty sad. And then they left going home and then I was cleaning up the kitchen and then I'm like, okay, well, the Patriots lost. And then I get to at WhatsApp. I can't believe they won. I'm like, what? My husband ran upstairs. He had the TV going. It has like TiVo thing, DVR. Yeah. So we're able to rewind it. And we watch the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. And then we watch it go into overtime. First time in 51 years. And are you impressed that I know all that? I'm very impressed. And then we watch them win. I just yeah. know my uncle's you from know, Boston. He was at the game, and he's very happy. Yeah. He's high. He's high. He's still high. But five I times, don't know why. But can I just say, I went to the Yeshiva University um, graduation last year. My son was graduating, and I heard Bob Kraft speak, and he is the man. <laughs> Unbelievable. So shout out to Boston. Of the team. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's leave football behind. Let's leave politics behind. And let's Tubishvat. Tubishvat. Let's oh. talk about wine and we've had fruit and chocolate and we'll still have some more fruit and chocolate. Do people do here in, uh, in the much. U.S. seder Tubishvat? Like you much. do a seder on uh, Lela Seder. We do seder like on uh, seder simanim on Rosh Hashanah, okay. right? Yeah, I do that. But a lot of people also do, it's very, very common in Eretz Israel to do a seder Tubishvat. So Tubishvat, you want to... So Walk to Bishvat, to Bishvat you want to eat things that grow in Eretz Israel. By the way, it's, it makes sense, right? We're celebrating yeah. to Bishvat, <laughs> then you want to eat fruit that's not dried fruit from Spain. You want to have fruit that was grown in Eretz Israel, right? Wow. Uh, and there's also a special bracha achrona, right, for Shivat Aminim, right? Ala Michia Velakaka, right? right. Uh, oh, and at, at the end, <laughs> what? No, I'm just saying, making sure I don't, you know, English, Hebrew. I'm thinking, and I make sure that I'm talking. No, still you, ta I'm still talking English. I didn't. Still I, didn't, I, didn't English. I didn't go to. I, I didn't transfer to Yiddish or whatever. No, you speak Yiddish. Yiddish. No, I don't. I I hear Yiddish very well when people talk loud. I don't understand what they're saying, but I can hear it. Oh, okay. So I think Seder Tu Bishvat is especially now these days is something like very important to be connected to. I think you should also try 
not try, I think you can do it, it's very easy to make sure that you're having fruit from Eretz Yisrael. It's actually right? not as easy as you think to get fruit from Eretz Yisrael. Uh, to get uh, fruit we can't, we can't. Wine, wine you can, right? Let's start at least with wine. Can I right just say, right now in Costa, there's Jaffa oranges, and I was told you right. cannot buy them. Because of, you ask your own rabbi, I am not your it's rabbi. Ask your own. Because of truma and mycer. Yeah. We, we, so why don't you just? So why don't you just? No one here knows how to. Take, they, don't, they don't. have to do truma. It's yeah. so easy to do truma. You take a I'm, coin. You take a coin. You know Wikipedia. You know Wikipedia. So there's also Wiki Yeshiva or Harav Google or whatever. It's so easy to do a frashat truma. Wait, wait. I want to hear that. Say that again. I'm pausing, Adam. Yeah, you finish, and then I want to hear you. It's so easy to give truma to masrot. I mean, just look it up today. You don't have to be a scholar to do it. You look it up on Google. It'll Wikipedia, tell you how to right. But people or are afraid. Vicky, uh, why, why to be afraid? Are you afraid to put on tefillin? Are you afraid to dive in? I am. You are? Okay, don't. <laughs> okay, I'll let you not put on tefillin. Okay, no thanks. No? I got uh, enough problems. But eat matzah on Pesach. You do a frashat chala, right? Here in Chosaz. Yes. Why not, if you have to, if for some reason something came in that wasn't given to a matzah, I mean, it's it's an you amazing can, opportunity to do it. It's so easy. Yeshivas don't teach it here. They right. don't. I don't know why. My daughter, when when okay, when now we back it, to Adam. We made How many years ago have you been? Uh, Two thousand six. Okay, good. Eleven years. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, we my my kids had gotten fruit from somewhere. I think my wife had gotten fruit from somewhere. I don't remember how it came into the house, but there was no truma taken from it. And so my daughter said, "Don't worry, Abba, I can do it. I learned how to do it." And you're like, "What?" Wow. Yeah. I, you know, here I am, you know, 40 years old. I had never taken truma in my life. No one ever taught me how to take truma. No one even, you know, I didn't even know when to take truma, let alone Meister Shani and all that stuff. Which, by the way, Amichai is a great Vartoran with the Yom, he told me once. And so, but so my daughter opened we up. We you up to a pedestal, can yes. you tell? <laughs> my, my daughter opened up the Sidori, not Yisrael, and she found the brachot for truma, the Yehiratzon, whatever, and she showed me, Abi, you got to say this. Here's a coin that you need. And it. And that was it. First Amazing. time I ever did truma in my life. I, I once had to do it. I didn't realize that the peppers I put in a salad were from Israel. I thought Costco. I, I saw stuff from Israel, and then I someone I told her someone. They're like, "No, you have to do my side." I called up my rough. I had to take the scraps out of the garbage bin and put it together next to the salad, and then do the thing. So I I have done it next to but the you salad. Have the next to the salad. I don't want it in the yeah, salad because it was in the garbage. But would you have an opportunity to do such an easy mitzvah? Then why not do it? And it's so it's simple and so here. easy to do it. Right. right. It's not, not taught here. What? Okay, I'm going to talk to them at how, but maybe we'll put that on the curriculum. We're getting a new school in a no few what? weeks, a new curriculum. It's a new birth of a new tree year, you know. So, okay. If Moving you, on. You, the, on the bracha, bracha chronav, uh, when you eat fruit from Eretz Yisrael, from Shivat Aminim, right? We say, Al Eretz Tova Urechava, Sheratzita Vinchalta Lavotenu Lechol Mi Piria. That means. There's the an Indian, there's Eat something the special in eating fruit from Eretz Yisrael, especially today. That means after 2,000 years of v'shamemu alea oivechem, that galut, suddenly we get to this special day that Yechezkel says, v'atem harei Yisrael, anpechem titnu ufiryechem, the fruit, ufiryechem tisu leami Yisrael, ki karvu lavo. What does Eretz that mean? Translate, because I don't the, understand. Maybe okay. they don't. Yecheskel, Anavi First of all, it, it goes like this: in the Gemara in Sanhedrin, they say you don't want to you don't want to look when is the Mashiach gonna come. Okay, when is Mashiach gonna come? Because you might be disappointed. So we don't know when. But if you want to know a sign to know when Mashiach is gonna come, when you see that the fruit that Eretz Yisrael is finally, after 2,000 years, that v'shamemu right? People can walk back and forth in Eretz Yisrael for the past 2,000 years, nothing is growing. And then suddenly, the land is giving us these amazing fruit. Then if you want to know a sign, when you see that, then you know Geula is on its way, or that's part of the Geula. V'atem harei Yisrael, the mountains, the hills of Eretz Yisrael, anpechem titnu, you'll give branches, right? Ufiriechem tisu, the fruit will start, out. come out. Le'ami Israel for Am Yisrael, ki karvu lavo, because Am Yisrael is on his way. And you really see this from uh, when Talmidei Hagra and Agomi came to Eretz Yisrael, from then suddenly, people, yeah, you can see pictures from years ago, no matter where you look, nothing. And suddenly, Baruch Hashem, 
you see the, the, the land is giving us these amazing fruit. I say that I have it very easy to make good wines. Kaddish Bokh is on my side. He's giving me this amazing fruit. All I have to do is not mess up. <laughs> just just do what I'm supposed to. Don't mess up. You're doing a good job. And, and and then, I've heard that before. Then, Can I just then, say, but you are, you are not messing up. You are not messing up. Baruch you're, Hashem, you're, things are doing very Shiloh well. Shiloh Winery. It's the opposite. Right. Not only Sh- just not messing Shiloh up. Shiloh Winery is unbelievable. Beyond many other producers, mo- almost all other producers. Last year, his wine, the Shiloh Legend, if I remember correctly, got the highest rated score from Israel of all wines. Wine enthusiasts. Right. I just heard so that. Two years ago, two years ago. Two years ago. I just heard now that Wine Enthusiasts released, we just got an email saying about it. They released the uh, scores for their Israeli wines that they just tasted. I think except for one wine, all our wines rated over 90. I believe that. Baruch Hashem. How many wines are there? Right? As I Eretz Israel, I mean, I, I just, just, just don't, don't ruin anything. That's, in 2008, your 2008 vintage, I remember, the Eshkola Zahav, <laughs> He was the only winemaker ever to win gold in Merlot, Cab, and Shiraz. Remember that year? And since then, we've broken that record again <laughs> and again. So It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. There's Unbelievable wines. this winery over other wineries. I mean, you know, we don't want to put down anyone else, but and there's something very special oh, oh, because he, it's because of him. <laughs> right? No, you see? Say, no, it is. No. It is because <laughs> of him. Ha- Hashem and Amichai working together. And a lot of great, great wines company. coming from Eretz Israel. I mean, oh, it's not just Absolutely. Uh, I've been uh, to a lot of wineries. winery is amazing. I was there when I read my birthright trip. We went up there and it was amazing. Morad Winery. I love girls. Sean. Passion fruit. Passion fruit <laughs> wine made from passiflora. Passiflora. I know how to say it in Hebrew. You know how to say lychee in Hebrew. Uh, no, but I know um, lychee. Lychee. Passiflora. Oh, <laughs> I had the other day the lychee wine, and I had um, I had Gershon in here. Yeah. I was supposed to go up to the winery to see it when I was at there, but ran out of time. I was working on my book. And Right. Everything yeah. that goes in Israel is cool. We talk about that because everything is local yeah. produce, farm to table, at its best, all the time. Even the coffee is good. By the way, it's not just, you know, with, within Even, the kosher wine. Yeah, well, your coffee's not grown in Israel. Israel does not grow its own coffee. No, yeah, but we roast it and brew it. roast it well. We roast yeah. it, brew it, and grind it very well. Yes, and they and serve it with... And we drink it. Yes. A lot. Oh, my God. The coffee <laughs> in Israel was insane. But you know what I think also? They drink it with whole milk. That, that makes a big difference. They don't have these four different grades of low fat, little low fat, extra low fat, medium fat. Amichai, who drinks coffee with milk in Israel? What? Who drinks coffee with milk in Israel? I don't know. I just know that just in case. Cappuccino. Hafuch. I drink cafe, hafuch, chalash. That's what I used to order. Chalash. Why do you want to do that? Dunkin' Donuts, right? No, 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 no. I like, I don't like such heavy coffee. <laughs> no matter where you go, you can get good coffee in Eretz Israel. Yes. I think it might be also because of the water. Yeah, also maybe, maybe. But you know, I also, I think I'm not the only person in Eretz Israel. I'm sure I'm, I know a lot of people. I have in my trunk of my car, like a little thing that I can make my own coffee on the spot. I mean, if I'm in the fields and the vineyards working, there's for sure no coffee shop in the, on the, so I can take out my thing. Cook my coffee, two minutes, I have it ready. Fantastic. I just want to take a station ID break because I want to give Marzipan Bakery from Israel their due justice for being the amazing sponsor of Table for Two. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachman Siegel Network. Our show is heard on a Sheva English radio, and the show is sponsored by Marzipan Bakery. At this point, I'm going to give them a big shout-out because we are talking about Tubishvat and food from Israel, but why not have Marzipan from Israel Bought from the Shook to your supermarket right here in America. Um, when I was in Israel, I actually went to, I was there, I met with Itzik, I did a Facebook live feed. You can actually watch that. You have to find it on my Facebook page. We had a great time. I even got to brush the the sauce of the, the liquid, the glaze of the, on, onto the marzipan, so onto the um, marzipan rogolov, which was great. So make sure you pick up some for the Shabbat for your Tubishvat feast. But I also want to tell you that we're having a giveaway at this point. If you want to win a package of marzipan bakeries, we have two flavors in America, chocolate and cinnamon. Email me, Naomi, at nachamsegel.com, but you have to follow Marzipan Bakery as well. So go on to Instagram, follow them on Instagram, Marzipan Bakery, and you can be in the winning to take your own, uh, get your own delivered to your front door from the Shook to your door in America. So just let me know 
um, that you're emailing me and you're going to follow them on Instagram. We are back right here in the studio. We have an amazing show talking about Tubishvat. We're talking about we had some chocolates. It's actually literally called Fruit and Chocolate, right? Yep. I did it. The name is Fruit and Chocolate with Alicia Aria. And I'm talking with the team from Shila Winery. I've got Ami Khaluri, a winemaker, uh, Adam Neustadter. Very good. From Royal Wines. We've got KFW coming up this weekend, this Monday. And I have Scott Feltman all the way from is One Israel Fund. Welcome, Scott, onto the show. We've got to give you a, a couple of minutes to talk a little bit about One Israel Fund because everything about this show is, is you know, Israel. Israel. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, I guess I come to this by the fact that just like the Shiloh Winery is located in Shiloh and Amichai lives in Mali Levana, and One Israel Fund is there taking care of the communities throughout Judea and Samaria. So Amichai and, uh, and One Israel Fund have a very close, special relationship. And when Amichai comes into the States, which is certainly for us not often enough, <laughs> um, we try to keep him as busy as we can and, uh, and run him around uh, doing some wine tastings and making people aware of the, of the work that One Israel Fund is involved with. Right. You have a whole bunch. And we have to tie this into food, right? Yes. You do have a whole bunch of food tastings coming up where you can hear more about One Israel Fund Correct. and have more wine and more food. So uh, one of the things that, that I implemented when I came back to One Israel Fund, almost every one of our events has a wine tasting component. So Royal Wine has been extremely helpful with that. And, uh, and we've been fortunate uh, over the past couple of weeks now. We had a, a wine tasting event in Baltimore. We just had a wonderful Shabbat in North Woodmere. We had a wine tasting event that you attended in Cedarhurst. We have another one hopefully coming up in Great Neck in two weeks. Yeah, where can people go to... So we don't have it on the website uh, for various reasons, for security purposes and things like that. We, we, we don't advertise many of the things that we do, uh, but they can email info at oneisraelfund.org. Okay, That's great. everything written out, O-N-E-I-S-R-A-E-L-F-U-N-D. Um, and we'll let them know where, you know, where the events are going to be taking place. There is one also coming up in Hollywood, Florida, which we're all excited about. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, because I had a choice of Chicago or Florida when Amichai was here and... Uh, even though today is 60-something degrees, tomorrow is supposed to be 10 inches of snow, so right, we're going to try right, to get him right. down to Florida. Right, right. And I prefer to be in Florida than... If, I, if I'm not in Eretz Israel, then I prefer Florida than hey, I think there are more Israelis in Florida walk. anyway. He enjoys the palm <laughs> And palm trees, so he'll be right at home. <laughs> okay, good. So, yeah, so Hollywood, Florida is going to be on the, on the 21st of February. In a week or so. Right, okay, The day after right. President's Day. Okay, is what, what event are you having there? So it's actually a bunch of people getting together. Uh, Amichai is going to be doing a wine, a wine tasting. Um, you're not cooking while you're in America, Amichai? No. Amichai is an amazing I cook. I, I prefer to eat. Somebody else is cooking. <laughs> right. So. Although for Shabbos, I made a Yoshami kugel when I was at Jay Book's mom's house. <laughs> I, I heard about that. And sure I heard he's making one for you. And we're taking a rain <laughs> check. Uh, a rain check. One oh, of really? my best friends is making bar mitzvah. I forgot <laughs> to look at my calendar. Uh, yeah, yeah. I She'll kill me. I, so my whole chevre is going. Bring your Yoshami kugel. I'll bring I'll, everybody. I'll bring everybody. everybody. <laughs> she said, I said, can I bring a kid? It'll be him. <laughs> It'll be the centerpiece of the table. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shiloh Wineries. The centerpiece is everybody's Shabbat table. There you go. Am I good at your marketing? Oh, thank Absolutely. you very much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So? So that's, that, that's our food events. Now, if you want to find out about what we're, you know, really yeah. pushing right now. Yes. As Amichai knows, um, his region where he lives in Binyamin region uh, lacks medical care. There's actually no medical facilities, uh, quality medical facilities in his entire region. Uh, Binyamin region, which is just north of Yerushalayim, has 65,000 residents, and they have to basically trek into Yerushalayim anytime they need medical services. There's no medical in Chashmonaim? Chashmonaim is on the other side of We're on the other side of the Binyamin region. We have to go to Modiyan. There's nothing that... There's well, Modiyan's a hop, skip, and a jump. That's for me. That's not for me. But not for Mali Levana. But not from where the area that we live, which is an enormous area. Yeah. Um, to get to, to a hospital, it uh, doesn't matter if it's in Yerushalayim yeah, or yeah. in Petah Tikva or wherever, uh, with traffic, and there's almost always traffic, it's crazy. That means uh, a half an hour drive turns into yeah. an hour and a half, two hours. Like the Van Wick. And my wife just told me yesterday and the day before she was supposed to get into to the hospital in Yerushalayim, and uh, the road was, uh, was blocked. And, and that's it, you know, so you're stuck. And sometimes, not sometimes, right. unfortunately, a lot of times, getting to the hospital is very crucial. important, crucial. Right. And it's one lane on Route 60, which is always a problem. And then you have to go through the checkpoint. So One Israel Fund 
uh, which our mission is to fill in gaps where they're needed throughout these areas, have taken upon ourselves the largest and most ambitious project we've ever uh, undertaken, and that's to build a state-of-the-art medical center in Shar bin Yamin. Um, it's going to have not only an urgent care, uh, emergency medicine, but almost every specialty you could imagine uh, to be able to take care of most of the, of the needs in the area. Um, the difference between a medical center and a hospital, aside from the red tape in Israel, <laughs> um, is basically it's an outpatient center. But today, with modern medicine, almost every procedure can be done outpatient. Right, right. Um, so we, we, we were a partner in a very successful medical center in Efrat, which completely changed the whole dynamic of the Gush Etzion region. Really? And we're taking that model now, and we're building upon it. It's a much larger facility. Um, it's going to be somewhere between three and 5,000 square meters, um, which, is, which is huge. Um, and we're very excited. We've already we launched the project actually with Nachum, at our dinner in September, and in uh, in a short amount of time, we've uh, we we now just almost surpassed a million dollars in pledges. It's going to take about ten million to build. Um, so keep opening up your wallets, yeah. folks. And they can visit. They can learn all about it on our website. Right, and go to the foodie events. Absolutely. Back to the food. Absolutely. Go to the foodie event fundraisers. The, the dinner is a foodie event. Our casino night is a foodie event. Our parlor meetings are foodie events. Yeah. Everything we do is food. This right. medical center sa- will be saving lives every Am I day. Right? This yes. is no joke. Ooh, it's saving lives. That's huge. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. You I have can't to, believe you have to there understand. wasn't one. Israel's the best at getting to, when there's an earthquake in some little country, island somewhere, Israel will be the first to send off a Correct. team. Correct. Not we, in we, its own We can country. save Haiti, but not Matev and Yemen. Exactly. <laughs> That's where I was going. Right? It's crazy. It's really crazy. Cool. I have no idea. Yeah. Just okay, so you know, Adam. Adam's going to speak. One of, one of the things that he has written down that you know for sponsoring is an MRI machine. What are there, six in Israel, maybe? Yeah. There are six machines in the whole of Israel. In the whole country, there are seven. There are seven? There are seven machines. I was was scheduled for 2.45 a.m. Yes, it runs. runs, You can get an appointment. It'll take you three or four months to get an appointment. What? We are not talking about New York. Yes. It, it, I don't know why. I, I, I'm absolutely shocked. I don't know so, why. To, some extent, to get what? an MRI machine to is some, huge. To, to some extent, we talked about the red tape. So a lot of the hospitals control what goes on in the country. And there's a lot of business to be made. So they've suppressed the market. I'm not saying the hospitals, but the whole medical industry in Israel is not what we have here. I mean, imagine I know, if, that's one thing imagine if New York City only had one hospital and everybody had to get to a hospital from all parts of the city. You'd never be able to get an ambulance through the streets and get medical care. That's what we're dealing with. So eventually, the plan is eventually to go into the Shomron and the Jordan Valley and also Har Hebron. Right now, we're focusing on Binyamin, but there's no medical facilities. I, I, I'm so, I can't believe this. I, you know, we were there, we went last year to Israel with Jordan Seminary, and this past year, we find there's so much building and so much construction and apartments going up, left, right, and center. Every time Shh. we're there, I'm going to say, I'm not enough. Not enough. Not I keep, we, enough. every time we're there, we're trying to like, we go into real estate for us. Oh, wouldn't it be nice to buy an apartment in Shalim? And then we find out the price and we're like, oh, no. 25 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not that expensive. Okay. My husband will well, be on the next plane. Well, have you ever yeah, been in Malelevona? Isn't, isn't it where Shiloh? Oh, it's it's right the road. Next to you can see one. Actually, well, I look to one side, I see all Tel Aviv and the Mediterranean. I look to my right, I see the Hermon. I think maybe one of the amazing views and your south ramallah and the, think of it if you buy a house i don't know i'm no rov but if you want i'll write you a note to kodesh Bochu. if you buy a house in eretz israel you don't god will take his note seriously just say now you don't have to do days two days i know it's my punishment for living in galut and this you know this year it's all three days you know i'm just saying but there is one advantage to you guys doing two days yontif you drink a lot more yeah, wine. You have to drink a lot more wine. You and have to cook do a lot more, more food. And order more food from your chef. Right. Amichai thinks the best day of the year is the second night of Pesach. <laughs> Look at all this extra wine being drunk for stupid people like us. And you know, this I funny know. thing and we is, have the country. It's not like we don't have Israel. We just need to go. I agree. And the funny thing is that you people, uh, not just like it, you drink you a little said that, Yeah, They're all a bit judgy. They're all a bit All of you around here, all of you guys here, Instead of having, like we drink, arba kosot, right? Four yeah, kosot. I, drink, I drink four cups. Okay, yeah. now you do it twice. Yeah, No, you don't eight. drink four cups. That's what's amazing. I uh, see these guys, they're drinking four cases. 
<laughs> they're drinking four cases of extra, wine instead of four kosot. I mean, extra, I love that. There's an good. extra kiddish in the morning. Extra kiddish. Right. I don't complain. It's great. No, it's very good. It's very good. Continue <laughs> drinking a lot of wine. It's good for, amen, it's good amen. for business. Amichai is also in charge of real estate marketing in Israel. <laughs> and he comes here. He talks to everybody about moving there. Okay. Which is not good for his business. I've been to his house. <laughs> we just bought in Israel. And his house, you literally wake up and you can actually look down on the clouds. That is his, amazing. His mountaintop the is, a, is above really, the clouds. It's very, very cool. So when we went clouds, to the winery, when we all met at the winery with that other guy who had the dogs, there's that a guy with long Tapua. hair. The three of us were there. My family, you, you, and there was Mike. another guy. In Tapuach, probably. Mm. Mike? No. No, oh, no, no really? there was another guy with us. <laughs> no, he Not was by all? chance. No, he just came to buy wine. This guy comes to the place all the time. He was American. With his dogs? He comes with his dogs all the time. It was hilarious, yeah, yeah. So I so don't remember that. Yeah, he must was, have drank good wine. I'll have to. I'll, I'll look it up <laughs> on my phone. Because I have the guy the comes to the winery all the time, comes to buy wine, and he has his dogs with him in the so car. So you live all the time. up the mountain there. Yeah, so I live a little higher than Shiloh, and it's like there are days that you wake up in the morning and the mountains are. It's like in in the airplane. You see the mountains. Yes. You see the clouds from on top. It's amazing. Oh, that's so cool. So I have a friend, Daniel Mushmeyer. I don't know if you've ever met him. You know, do you know Mush? Okay, so he, he's the executive director of the Young Israel movement in Israel. Um, we just met in the Shuk last week when I did my documentary for Marzipan. And he calls where he lives, Neve Daniel, Ganadin, because he has a 360 degree view of the whole entire Gush. And he says you can see everything where yep. he is. So, yeah. As long as wherever you live, you can say it's a little slice of Ganadin. You're doing the right thing. Right. You know, Shalom Bayad is also like a little bit of Ghanaian, right? Like you have a happy home. I suppose home. so. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a little, if you have a happy home. Happy wife, happy life. That's right. There's someone who has an Instagram page with that. It's oh, really? called Happy Wife, Happy Life. Yeah, she's the foodie. Um, okay. We've got about five minutes left. Do we, what, where should we go from here? I'm going to leave it up to Amichai to lead us on. Well, No pressure. I'm giving you the mic. Can I do a little intro? Yeah. Okay, okay. there you go, Adam. One of the things that Amichai has done this year, which you know, you know, he alluded to before concerning Shemitah and the Heroes Edition, is that he's taken specific plots from vineyards that are named after you know the heroes who you know treated Shemitah appropriately, you know, according to the rules of the Torah, and he's taken these vineyards, and they have yielded fantastic grapes. You know, Cabernet Sauvignon 2014 in Israel was a fantastic vintage. These particular plots were beyond fantastic. And he's taken these single vineyards and he's made specific Cabernets with them and he's called, he's dedicated these wines and called it the Heroes Edition. Because each one of these vineyards... Is that this? Yep, yeah, that, this that is, is one I, of them. Can I hold this, this up? Three. Yeah, here, that's the three. So there's three different... Okay, three so Scott's holding if two, I'm holding box. one. If you have the box... Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah. If you, if you look at the back of the box, it tells you which ones are from which vineyards. So this one is Ariel from Yitzhar. This is Avraham and Yoshafat. And Avraham from Itamar and Yoshafat from Chavat Ma'on. We all know Itamar from the tragedy that happened there. Yes. Which so one? all these... What? Which one, unfortunately? I think she means which the Fogel family. I know, I know. Unfortunately, there's been many. Oh, really? Oh. Many. Itamar has had their fair share of terror attacks. Okay, so the, we, we, we're giving them a big shout of love from... It's Amar Yitzhar. Shiloh is where the winery Yerushalayim, Irakodesi. You can't put a map without writing Yerushalayim. Of course not. And uh, Ma'on. Right. By Chevron de Rome, right? Right. Chavat uh, Ma'on is near, uh, it's a little bit I'm gonna, south of Chevron. I want every, yeah. I'm going to hold up the map, okay? To to the camera. ZK is saying, bring it close, Naomi. So there. If you're watching on our YouTube channel. Watch the glass. Oh. And Naomi, just to understand, that's what One Israel Fund is about. One Israel Fund has done security and medical and playgrounds and all the different infrastructure projects in every one of these communities. Itzar, Itamar, Ma'on. So that's the connection. The new security in Itamar was after Correct. that. Correct. Uh, we could talk about that if there's enough time, but it's, uh, it's a very sad story. Talk about in, the, in the, vest, the special vest that One Israel yeah. Fund is uh, giving out I mean, now. We knew we knew about the terror attack in Itamar before it happened. What is that? Before that it happened. Before it happened. What in, do you mean? In December of 2010, 
my security projects director, Mark Provisor, who lives in Shiloh, who himself is a former Rav Shatz, a security chief, was already brought into Itamar to do a, an assessment because there had been probes by the local Arab population, which means they're throwing things at the fence and recording information. How many people are responding? What kind of equipment did they come? Where did they come from? And there were two areas in Itamar, as the community has grown over the years, that weren't covered by their existing camera system. So we attempted to raise money to implement two new camera systems. And we knew that this was an, there was an imminent situation. And they couldn't Unfortunately, get it fast enough. when there's no terror attacks going on, people don't respond. We are a community that reacts instead of being proactive. And we were able to raise enough money for one camera system. We put it into Itamar. That area of the community went quiet. And it was the other section that we had been told about where for the, the attack came from. So, you know, that's a little bit about the proactive work that we try to do, but it's sometimes harder to be proactive and tell people we know what may happen, so help us to prevent it, as opposed to, unfortunately, after an attack, when everybody just wants to give money to take care of victims. And, right. And then right. We, we had no problem raising the money for the second camera right. system. That's, that's but unfortunately, we don't think like that, but now we, you're training us. Through, through try. Yeah. media and through work. events and talking to people, even coming have, on the radio have, show and helping us. We have one donor who literally every single year um, puts in five to ten camera systems every year in different communities. And we do that in coordination with the IDF and the local security forces to figure out where, you know, what the priorities are and where it's needed. So every <laughs> single year. The thing is to do it before it happens. Right. Like Correct. And the research that they put into this, it's not just, okay, I'm just put a camera system over here. They, they really do it professionally. It's unbelievable. Saving lives every day. This is no joke. It's true. Yeah, we become Amazing. a resource for donors, even if it's not through us. There are lots of people coming in and asking for all kinds of things. But we're in touch. You know, I have an organization with staff on the ground. We're constantly researching these things and constantly working together with in the case of security, the local security forces and the IDF and the government and things like that, to make those assessments and figure out where is it needed more than, you know, more, one place more than another. Unfortunately, Itamar was a, was a desperate situation back then. What's amazing is that they started a project with special vest that Sahal eventually yeah. understood that their research was right and Sahal is now in, investing in it. The, it's unbelievable. The they, they came before Sahal? On the last day of the, of the last Gaza war, this, um, uh, one of the, the Ravshatsim down south on the border was killed in a mortar attack hours before the last ceasefire. Oh, my God. And his deputy. And we found out through our research by going down there that none of the Ravshatsim, again, that's a civilian security chief, were wearing their vests. Not that it would have helped in this particular case. Okay. But we found out that they weren't wearing their vests because the vests had been given out during the Intifada days. They were made for combat soldiers. The job of a rough shots is to be in and out of vehicles. And so to be wearing a bulky vest is very, very difficult. So they stopped wearing them. So my security director met with the IDF suppliers and redesigned a vest with his knowledge because he had been to rough shots himself. So we did 300 vests. We took care of every rough shots in the country. And we were planning on starting phase two. But there had been pressure being placed upon the IDF. And right before Pesach, they announced that they were going to be taking over the project based on our design and taking care of 120 of the teams. Can you Maybe. believe this? That one Israel fund came up with something before Tzahal? And then Tzahal comes aboard? It's comes unbelievable. Right. It's unbelievable. No, it's right. unbelievable. It's saving right. lives. Guys, guys like, we've got a minute left, and I want to just, pl yeah, yeah, please tell everyone. Finish. Tell them about the heroes. Quickly. <laughs> heroes. I, I, I'm, I'm no, like no, no, so no. much into One Israel Fund that yes, I, sometimes it's even heroes. more important. Right? You guys are my heroes. One Israel Fund is you know, working with so, Amichai on the heroes. So tell us about the wine that you've made. So the heroes edition. Go. One minute. Go. One minute. Heroes edition. Is a special bracha on the sixth year before Shemitah. These three heroes, these three vintners that decided... To keep Shemitah 100%, we took their the three different... Bitachon. The ultimate bitachon. Listen, living, working the land, just like we're supposed to, like all the nevuot coming true. It's amazing. 
You come, you walk around Binyamin and Shomron, and you see prophecies coming true. And I think it's a big schut and a big kiddush Hashem to see that people can keep Shemitah 100%, and you get from this these amazing wines. And uh, it's one big kiddush Hashem. And I... All the grapes come from these three heroes, three different single vineyards, three different amazing wines, and you can see really coming true. This sixth year has a special bracha. I want you to all support Shiloh Wineries because for this, I want you to support One Israel Fund. You've heard amazing, incredible stories. We've even gone, I'm allowing this to go at two, three minutes over time past. Don't kill me, Nachum and Miriam, but I think this is really important. This is not, okay, final words before we close out the show because... Amichai, it's an, always an honor to have you in. Thank you're, you very I much. told you, you're Appreciate always my inspiration. It. One day we will be on that Nefesh Benefesh flight and, and, and stay in Israel, and that's the dream. Oneisraelfund.org. Oneisraelfund.org. See, I know. We launched a new website on Thursday, so Fantastic. please come and visit. I'm very excited. And we're in Cedarhurst with you. Yes, exactly. And and go to their food events. That's how we tied this all in. I'm just summing up how we tied it all in. Go to their food events, write a check, drink good wine, support uh, um, Israel's winery and and One Israel Fund and all the amazing events they did. Alicia Aria, thank you so much for coming in. Make sure everyone picks some stuff, some chocolate, fruit and chocolate up tonight. Delicious. (laughs) Everyone's been eating them. ZK, thank you very much. They're all talking. <laughs> Everyone, I just want you to listen to We Have Music right up until lunch, ending, even though I went two minutes over time. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Thank you to um, Marzipan Bakery and Kenem Wines for sponsoring the music. Marzipan Bakery, one taste is all it takes. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. L'chaim. <laughs>